0: From the Mercy One studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells. Well, welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic
1: Radio. It is your weekly dose of news from the diocese and the world. Just commentary on issues that uh, give us grief, that cause us angst. And uh, today we're talking about money and finances and planning. And holy moly, if that doesn't cause us all grief, especially during these uncertain times, well, we can just add it to the list of things. It is straight talk. You've got questions. Hopefully, my expert today will answer some of those for you. I'm Jean Wells, and so blessed that Mercy One is. Uh, sponsors are Mercy One Studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm very grateful for their support and the opportunity to be with you every Tuesday. On today's show, we're visiting with Joe Sari. He is the founder and chairman of the Financial Fitness Group. And we're going to talk about financial health in these unhealthy times. Now, earlier this month, Financial Fitness Group and the Iowa Insurance Division announced the extension of their partnership to provide financial education to Iowans. So for the last five years, the Iowa Insurance Division, in collaboration with the Fitness Financial Group, Group, has offered the Iowa Financial Fitness Challenge to all employers and large affiliate organizations in Iowa. Now, this public service initiative is sponsored and funded by the Iowa Insurance Division at no cost for employers and their employees to access the program. Iowa Insurance Commissioner Doug Amon. Oman said, we're proud to help Iowans to take steps toward a more secure financial future. I encourage all employers and affiliate organizations to join us in providing these resources to their employees and members. It's free and easy to do, but can make a big impact on Iowa." Now, in October of 2019, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau released its most recent financial well-being report for 2018. So that's the most recent one and provides us a glimpse in time of our fellow Iowans. So we're all speaking the same same language here. Financial well-being is uh, defined as the state wherein an individual has a sense of one, control over their day-to-day and month-to-month finances. Two, they have the capacity to absorb a financial shock. Three, being on track to meet their financial goals. And four, the ability to make financial choices to enjoy life. So that's the those are the things that come into play when we're talking about financial well-being. Iowans rank is slightly more positive than the national average, with 53% of Iowans believe uh, that they are in the medium to high financial shape Category. So half the people feel like they're in pretty good shape. At the low end of that scale, though, 17% of Iowans have low or very low financial well-being, which is in direct correlation to their income level being at or below the poverty level. So I, I, uh, improving our financial well-being is important for all of us and as a state to help others know that this resource is available. Improving our financial well-being should be a strategy for all of us. And we'll learn more about it with our guest, Joe Sorry, a financial fitness group. But first, a couple of events that are coming up. Um, the Bishop's Golf Outing, the 2020 Bishop's Golf Outing in support of Catholic Charities is the end of this month, August 31st. At First at Echo Valley, you can register online at catholiccharitiesdm.org. And although this tournament may look a little different than it has in the past with some additional restrictions and social gathering standards, uh, we will make sure that you have a great day on the links while you support Catholic Charities' mission of empowering individuals and strengthening families. Now, many of you might not have had a chance to meet Bishop Johnson yet because of this whole um, whole coronavirus thing. So if you're a golfer, hey, sign up for this golf outing and, and uh, take this opportunity to meet Bishop Joseph. Uh Coming in September, the Christ Our Life Conference is still on for September 26th and 27th. Um, there's only 3,700 tickets that are going to be sold for in-person um, participation at the Iowa Events Center. That's so there's lots of social distancing. But there's also an online option this year. So go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com, ChristOurLifeIowa.com, and you can select either in-person or online tickets. Uh, Some news of interest to our Catholic friends. Two fires were set overnight Saturday evening in in, uh, Weymouth, Massachusetts at their Sacred Heart Church. Fortunately, there was little damage and no one was injured, but this is another in the series of attacks on the Catholic Church. And those attacks on our faith are not limited to the United States. Last Friday, an unidentified man man threw a firebomb into the chapel of Managua's Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception, severely damaging the chapel and a devotional image of Christ more than three centuries old. Back in the U.S., the American flag and the Holy Bible were used as kindling to start fires outside the federal building in Portland. Now, this comes after what some thought was the end of two months of escalating violence in the city. Evidently, it's not over yet. When we come back from break, we'll be visiting with Josari, the founder and chairman of Financial Fitness Group on Financial Health in Unhealthy Times. It's time for Straight Talk, right now on Iowa Catholic Radio.
2: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Eddie in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. The coronavirus has impacted lives in Iowa and around the world. This is especially true in rural South Africa, where COVID-19 restrictions have led to vulnerable children being hospitalized due to starvation. To combat this hunger, Blessman International now offers a program called One Child at a Time. You can sponsor a child in South Africa for $1 a day. Learn more at blessmaninternational.org. Blessmaninternational.org.
4: Support for Dowling Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Greg Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com, 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com, Ashworth Vision Clinic.
0: Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at FredHaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good.
1: Welcome back to Free Talking I with Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and I uh, am so grateful that you are joining us today. Uh, my guest is Joe Sari. He's the founder and chairman of the Financial Fitness Group, and we're going to be talking about financial health in unhealthy times. Um, now, Joe has been featured on CNBC, CNN, and now he's finally made that good choice, to be on Iowa Catholic Radio. Joe has dedicated his career to helping families improve their financial well-being, and I'm grateful, Joe, for you joining us today. I'm glad you finally made the choice to be on The Real News Show.
5: (laughs) Thank you, Jean. Very glad to be here. Uh, Wonderful to be with you today.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, financial help. Um, I'm a former banker before I came to work for the Catholic Tuition Organization, And some people think my real job is here at the radio station, but I I have another occupation and this is something I do uh, out of love for the Lord. Um, But the financial well-being folks struggle with managing their desires to have the kind of life that they want and the kind of resources they have available. It's a, it's a real struggle for families. Don't you agree?
5: It is. I think, um, Unfortunately, as a nation, your average student goes to about a thousand hours of study hall and a thousand hours of gym class. But most of us have had less than 10 hours of training about mm-hmm. money. Uh, so it's, it's a challenge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us before we get into our, our discussion today, tell us about uh, Financial Fitness Group. What prompted you to, to found this this group?
5: Sure. So, uh, Financial Fitness Group, we provide unbiased educational materials to teach people about money. Um, So, Mm -hmm. we do not sell financial product or service. My passion, our passion is to help enrich people's lives through education. In terms of why I started it, um, after graduating from college, I started to work in the financial service industry. And I noticed that a good number of people who I was interacting when I went out with senior sales associates, really didn't understand the language of money. And uh, I thought there had to be a better way. And I was fortunate enough to go back to graduate school and started studying this issue of how and where do people learn about money. And at that time, I saw the opportunity to use the Internet and technology to kind of transform how we can teach people about money. And it's been a 20-year journey since, but uh, we've helped reach 4 or 5 million people. Uh, I'm very excited about the work we're doing in Iowa as well.
1: Well, you know, looking at, I have young grandchildren and and maybe my children thought this too, that money just came on a debit card and there was no money going into the bank, no money coming out of the bank. There was no money involved. It was just plastic. And that really has distorted the understanding of how, how money works, because if you never see it, you you'd, don't really understand how it comes and goes
5: it's a great point I think you know for many of us maybe your listeners myself included you know started transacting with money in a physical form but certainly for young people uh, it's less and less common to see a dollar mm-hmm. bill or a coin mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. well let's talk about um, again I'm kind of circumventing because I want to come back to some of the nuts and bolts here but but some of the successes that you have experienced or that folks have experienced because they have participated in the financial fitness groups, programs and educational series, how, what are some of those successes?
5: Yeah, so when you think about our relationship with money, um, really, it comes down to three things, kind of the ABCs of financial fitness, uh, your aptitude, your behavior, and your confidence. You know, so aptitude, what do you know? Um, So Mm -hmm. if you're going to go buy a home or refinance a car, do you have the information that you need in order to make an informed decision, right? Mm -hmm. So the aptitude. On the behavior side, um, it might be you know what you need to do. For instance, you know you should have a budget perhaps or you should spend less than you make, but perhaps your behaviors aren't in line with your knowledge. And ultimately the confidence. You know, so if it comes for saving for your retirement or putting your kids through college. Maybe you need to invest extra money in real estate or the stock market. Do you have the confidence to make a decision? So kind of the ABCs of financial fitness. What we've seen, uh, my background is in academia and publishing. I was a professor at the University of Wisconsin-Madison for many years, and we've done a lot of research. And we've seen that as you can move people through the process to assess benchmark and change, we can see up to seventy percent improvements in people's financial fitness scores—kind of those ABCs: Attitude, Behavior, and Confidence. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and some people allow their emotions to really rule their pocketbook, and that is just dangerous.
5: It is. I want, a new um, boat. Yeah, the-
1: I, want a, I want a new. Oh, we need new appliances, and let's go get high-end appliances, and um, you know, emotions. Uh, that doesn't get to the aptitude part of understanding what you can afford and how you can pay for it. I wonder if we've lost Joe. Joe, are you there?
5: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I hit, I hit mute for a second. Can you hear me now?
1: I can hear you there. Okay.
5: Yeah. I was going to say on the, you made the comment about emotions. Um, it's interesting. What the research will show is that people who consistently can make smart and kind of prudent decisions about money tend to have aligned or realign their emotions to have a positive relationship with money. So, you know, those of us who might get more pleasure out of saving versus spending um, are tend to find a way that we get emotional satisfaction from doing things that are in our best interest. Um, so that's part of the confidence side of, of, of your relationship with money.
1: Well, you I know, mean, I think, too, once you have a better relationship with money, you know, the, the old adage of it's better to give than to receive. If you've managed your resources well, you do have some resources available then to help others, which just, I mean, it, you talk about feeding emotions. I mean, to help others is really a great gift to yourself and to society.
5: Yeah, I mean, being on a personal level. So I was I was raised Catholic, and I had the misfortune early on in life to to start smoking at a fairly young age, cigarettes. Mm. And I remember I quit when I was twenty twenty one. But I remember in that time thinking often, you know, if I'm spending this much money on something that has no value, and I could be using it on something that could create value for others, that level of guilt that mm. came in, you know, from thinking about spending a thousand, two thousand dollars a year on cigarettes. Right. And where that money could be better spent.
1: Yeah. When you start adding up the the cost and and even, I mean, that was 20 when you were 20 and 21, the cost now of a pack of cigarettes, you know, times however many you have per day times the year. You know, it's like it's a big chunk of the budget. And how many people would budget uh, that item included, you know, how many would include that item in their budget? And yet it has an impact.
5: Yeah, and to that, going back to your relationship with money and emotions, I think that's you know when you start looking at finding ways that you're interacting with money to help you feel better, and not necessarily giving into you know the vice that I need a new something right now, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Let Let's shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, everyone is focused on COVID, the impact of it. Uh, in my work, I've seen you know the impact that it's had on families and their choice as to whether or not they're going to send their kids to our schools, um, either from a financial perspective or from a health perspective. Um, from that financial perspective, though, what impact have you seen on the financial well-being of individuals as a result of the coronavirus?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting and challenging time. Um, I think mm-hmm. often for more families, than, or most families, the impact certainly has been a bit of a challenge, right, in the sense that if you've got two working family members and children studying from home, I have a 13-year-old and a nine-year-old, and it's not easy, you know, to to make certain that you can keep them on top of their studies and, you know, keep on top of your job as well, and I think probably most of America is in that same sort of challenge. Um, there's certainly been benefits as well. Um, you know, in terms of our family, certainly spending more quality time together, you know, feeling even the need to not always have to go out and do something or spend the money to have time to enjoy it together. Um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, we spend a lot less money now than we had previously and that helps our savings, right? But Mm -hmm. it's not easy for many Americans. And certainly if you've got two working families trying to figure out how to organize your lives, and how to structure uh, work. And certainly for our first responders in particular, right, where you've got people in hospitals and firefighters and doctors and people in the retail stores that you need to go out to work, but their children need to stay home and take, you know, courses online is a real challenge.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I feel for those families that um, hurt, who were furloughed or laid off that maybe aren't eligible for unemployment, and didn't receive the stimulus monies that were available through the end of July. I mean, they are really, they are really hurting. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know how they are surviving through the generosity of, of others. Uh, you know, neighbors, friends, in their church, perhaps. Um, I mean, it's it's impacting our entire country.
5: It is. You know, I I, I was very fortunate to have a very close relationship with my grandfather who grew up in the iron ore mines of northern Minnesota and, you know, lived through the Great Depression. And, you know, to see how that pivotal moment had impacted his life and how he made decisions about money in terms of saving and having a nest egg and being able to protect himself and his six children, right, Mm -hmm. was pretty impactful for me. And, you know, unfortunately, our culture for many, many years, it's changed, uh, since the last, uh, economic shock, our saving rates have improved. Uh, and I suspect what we're going to see hopefully out of this is that will happen again. Um, but the reality is what we know for our relationship with money is it's best that you have three or six months of savings to prepare, uh, for tough economic times, you know, and we're getting on six months into this. Uh, so it's, it's not that even that alone would protect everyone, but I mean, as much as possible, that's hopefully something we can walk away with going forward. Is that important to you know the farmers' mentality? Iowa is a wonderful farming state, and you gotta you gotta save up in in good times so that you can get through the tough times as well.
1: You know, my mom is a Depression era baby, and I um, she often tells the story of, of the Christmas that after the depression really hit and her dad was a barber and her mom stayed at home well no one was getting their hair cut right and they didn't have credit cards to just go and buy whatever they needed so this one particular christmas they didn't have a tree they you know um, somebody brought a box of food to them that had a box of jello in it that's my mom was most excited about was jello because you had to buy that from the store but their christmas presents that year um her mom made her and her sister a hanky an embroidered hanky out of a piece of fabric that she had cut from a piece of clothing and her brother got a whistle that her dad made and i'm thinking you know oh, was isn't that a wonderful story fast forward to if that depression happened today how would our families deal with that you know could you imagine kids only getting an embroidered handkerchief and a whistle for christmas you know we have spoiled our society our our children our grandchildren our society as a whole is is pretty spoiled um, how do we how do we transition to that and think about let me be smarter about managing my resources than um, you know so if a depression like that happened we would be in a good good place
5: yeah i mean i think when you think about it the us economy and and you know economies worldwide there is billions, trillions and trillions of dollars spent on marketing and the psychology mm-hmm. to get us to want things, right? And mm-hmm. conversely, how much money is spent or how much time is spent to help people understand how to find their own financial freedom. I think you have a strong independent streak in the Midwest. You know, I'm from Wisconsin originally.
0: And mm-hmm. I think when
5: you really dig down and look at your relationship with money, that understanding that you know, while there's a lot of marketing at you, your ability to really think about what is it that you and your family need and what is truly important, right? Mm -hmm. Certainly your relationship, your spirituality uh, doesn't cost a thing, right? Spending time with your family Mm -hmm. doesn't cost a thing. And giving a gift that's going to make an impact in your children's life also doesn't need to cost a thing, right? So there's a lot of things that we Mm -hmm. can do when we rethink our relationship with money. About what it is that really creates value.
1: My guest today is Joe Sari. He's the founder and chairman of Financial Fitness Group, and we're talking about financial health in unhealthy times. You know, and you know, you talk about that big picture, Joe. The stimulus package that the government passed, where if you were unemployed, you got an additional six hundred dollars a week um, in stimulus money. Now they're debating, you know, if that can continue on through the end of the year. I don't know if they'll come to any resolution. But can our country? You talk about financial, you know, health, wealth, and and health and well-being. Can the country continue to offer these benefits? But then, on the other hand, does the country have any other
5: choice? Yeah, it's, it's a tough challenge. It's it's a tough mm-hmm. challenge. I mean, certainly from a from a. The federal government has many advantages that state and local governments don't, right? The main one being the ability to print money. Mm-hmm. So on, on the surface, there is the capacity for the government to print and spend money. But the reality is we've seen what happens in economies, Latin America and beyond, where we get too generous with fiscal spending is, Unfortunately, inflation starts to rise, other countries lose confidence in the dollar, and it's a real challenge. So for all Mm -hmm. practical purposes, the reality is, no, we can't consistently and persistently spend the amount of money that's been spent. We already had a major deficit going into this, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, it's getting worse. Uh, We're not alone. Uh, You know, China and Europe have spent, similar in China's case, actually, substantially more money than ourselves uh, on the issue. But it, isn't, it can't continue at the level that it has uh, for perpetuity. And I don't
1: know what the solution is. <laughs> yeah. If, we, if um, we had our crystal ball, we would know, right?
5: <laughs> it's tough. So my father is an infectious disease doctor. He had the pleasure to work for President Bush's counsel on, on helping understand how we'd prepare our nation for, you know, germ warfare or a virus that could be. And we're not saying that this this particular virus was of that nature. But, you know, what, what I think you're going to see and we are seeing is certainly there is some level of not a normalcy, but there's some level of economic activity now that's far more predictable in most states and has been. But we're definitely not anywhere near back to where we started. Right. Yeah. And the, the ability to get a vaccine is probably one of the more significant game changers. But that's unpredictable in
1: and of itself. Mm -hmm. Hey, folks, it's time to take our bottom of the hour break. Uh, My guest has been Joe Sari. He is the founder and chairman of Financial Fitness Group. We're talking about financial health and unhealthy times. When we come back, we're going to talk about their Iowa Financial Fitness Challenge, what that means and how it can help each of us uh, grow more confident in our own financial fitness. You're listening to Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
4: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
2: Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner.
5: And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders.
2: You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Here's your forecast on
0: Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll be in the upper 70s for the afternoon, and we should get plenty of sunshine. Overnight looks clear with our low in the mid-50s. Another sunny day tomorrow, a little bit warmer, high near 80. The weather is brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy. Outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation with seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Welcome back to Straight Talk here in Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Jean Wells, and today my guest is Joe. Sorry, he is the founder and chairman of the Financial Fitness Group. We're talking about financial health in unhealthy times, and boy, we have been uh, unhealthy with this coronavirus for four months. Oh, I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, it's uh, it, it can get on us, get on our nerves, and get on our patience with everyone else, and, and impact our pocketbook if we're not careful of how we're managing our resources. And with my guest today, uh, Joe, you have, a, have this um, challenge out there. It's called the Iowa Financial Fitness Challenge. Tell us about it.
5: Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about it today. So, and first of all, special thanks to Iowa Catholic Radio as well, and um, So the Iowa Financial Fitness Challenge is sponsored by the Iowa Insurance Division, uh, the state government's agency that helps regulate and protect consumers. And we've been blessed to provide an online resource where any citizen in the state of Iowa can log on and improve their knowledge and their relationship with money. Um, It's really quite simple. Uh, You can log on and do a financial fitness checkup. So, you know, a few questions uh, to kind of connect with your relationship about money, and then you can sign up and get personalized courses. So whether you're thinking about, you know, buying a home or you are worried about how you're going to manage, you know, paying your home payments today, uh, how, how you can avoid, you know, foreclosure or things of that nature, how you can save or budget, uh, save for retirement. There are short interactive courses calculators and tools to help people learn about money
1: now and i believe those are available through iowa catholic radio you go to our website and click through to the iowa financial fitness challenge and you'll be able to find those resources there now joe tell me about this relationship with money questions it's like relationship to me means like do you like money yes i do (laughs) that's not the kind of relationship questions you're asking
5: Sure. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with um, understanding, again, the ABCs of financial fitness. What's your knowledge on a particular topic? You know, what are your behaviors as it relates to that particular topic? And, you know, do you have the confidence in order to make a decision? Um, So I've had the pleasure to meet very smart people, you know, with backgrounds in finance, uh, such as yourself and others. And it's hard for any one of us to know anything and everything we need to know, you know, so at different parts in our life, whether it's you're worried about estate planning or, you know, do you have enough insurance or, you know, are you properly, you know, are you properly diversifying your portfolio? That kind of idea of a relationship with money, most of learning is best done when it's interactive. And so the platform, the Financial Fitness Challenge, allows people to log on, assess Their knowledge on a particular topic. So, you know, maybe I'm interested in investing in the stock market, right? I can take quizzes to get an understanding of what I know. I can interact with content and then look at my behavior. You know, am I doing the right things to be able to evaluate investment opportunities? Uh, It could be the same thing. Now, Joe, before
1: you go any farther, are people going to be asked for personal information? To assess their financial well-being because you know everyone's a little leery about you know yep. entering anything online so let's let's help give that level of confidence as to what you're asking and how that information may be used
5: yep absolutely so no we do not require or ask or request any personal information so okay good thank uh, know. Basically, your primary area of interacting, you will create an account. And, yes, you can go to Iowa Catholic Radio on the main website. You have that sliding banner. I think the fourth one links over Mm -hmm. to the challenge. Uh, You can create an account. You do need to have an email address to create that account. uh, But that's the only identifier that's available so that you can log back in. After that, you you sign up for the, the content, the courses that are of interest to you. Uh, You can take quiz questions to assess your knowledge. You can track your progress. Uh, But there's going to be no questions like, you know, what is your birth date or your mother's maiden name or your social security number? We don't ask about your income. We don't ask about uh, any of those items.
1: So if I sign up and I put in my email address, am I going to start getting requests from life insurance companies and all of those kinds of things where people will all of a sudden start tracking me and, and um, emailing me random things that I don't want.
5: No, you will not. So the the program is sponsored by the state of Iowa, the Iowa insurance division. And, you know, their job is to uh, regulate and educate consumers related to Mm -hmm. insurance and so they have a very strict policy uh, and we're we very much adhering we've been in business for 20 years and have never marketed financial product or service to anyone.
1: Okay. Uh, you know, state it, of Iowa. I, I, all. I, I, yeah. I'm not questioning. I certainly don't want you to think I'm questioning your integrity, but, you know, people want to know. They want to know what they're getting themselves into. And I know I'm leery about, you know, putting my email address in there. But let, let's let's talk about, let's say I want to buy a house. Let's just use that as one of the examples. What kind of help is offered to someone that says, you know, I'm thinking we're ready to buy a house. Are we ready? So what are some of the questions or kind of help that, that the Financial Fitness Challenge would offer them?
5: Yeah, great question. Um, so in that instance, the first thing you can do is whether you're going to search for it or browse for it, you can find a variety of different topics that'll teach you about home buying. So we have uh, short interactive videos. If you prefer to listen and watch to understand financial concepts, uh, if you're you know somebody like myself who is a pretty quick reader and would like to, to kind of peruse through, uh, I can sign up for a specific course or topic related to buying a home. Um, there are calculators. If you're more hands-on and you like to tinker, that'll help you understand how much of a home can you afford, what are the ratios that people would look for? Um, but in all of those different methods, you know, it's going to go through all the different things that you should know. You know, from understanding how a bank is going to look at you in terms of really providing a mortgage. Uh, what type of insurance is out there? What is required? What are the benefits? What are the cons of different types of insurance? That are, for instance, do you put enough down? To avoid private mortgage insurance or not, and, and what is the economic impact of those decisions?
1: And what is private mortgage insurance? People don't even know that that's an issue if they don't put 20% down.
5: Yep. So um, if you don't put 20% down, uh, pretty much all banks will require that you are buying an additional insurance, and that insurance is protecting the bank, not you, uh, in the event that you were unable to uh, continue to make. Uh, payment. So it's covering the gap between the amount of down payment that you put down and what you would have put down uh, normally.
1: And it's not cheap, it, it,
5: but you have to pay. No, it. correct. It's not cheap. And when you look at it over the life of a loan, uh, it can be substantive. And some mm-hmm. lenders will automatically remove it when you get to that 20% threshold, but money will not. So mm-hmm. oftentimes people might sign up with a 10% down payment and five years in, You know, they've reached 20 percent equity in their home, but they're continuing to pay that insurance policy because they didn't know enough to ask to have it canceled.
1: Yeah. Let's look at at a different topic. Maybe there's someone that's way far into debt and they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Are there going to be suggestions on how to how to get out of debt? What what kind of a payment plan they need to to really get back on their feet?
5: Yeah, there are. There's, uh, you know, I would say about a third of our users tend to be interested in budgeting and debt management. Um, you know, we do have a society that, unfortunately, in Iowa, it sounded like those stats at the beginning were a little better than most. But across the nation, we've got a lot of us who have a little more debt are a lot more debt than we should. So there's
0: mm-hmm.
5: uh, content that will help you understand different options. Uh, a lot of people think very drastically that bankruptcy is becomes an option but there's a lot of steps in between you know in terms of uh working with credit counseling agencies working to get on a payment plan renegotiating uh high interest payments consolidating them into something you can afford getting a plan to get out of debt in you know a certain amount of months or years um so there's a lot of options out there and certainly I would encourage people to interact with the platform read up on each of the options i think all too often people, some people jump too quickly to bankruptcy, not understanding just how significant of a challenge that is to recover from, you know, in terms of rebuilding mm-hmm. your credit and, mm-hmm. you know, getting back into the economy
0: and interacting
5: with credit.
1: Wow. You're listening to Straight Talk here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and my guest is Joe Sari. He is the, the founder and chairman of Financial Fitness Group. We're going to take our last break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about, you know what how do you know if you're making any progress in your financial position? Um, I love that Joe's program offers you really a menu of, of choices to go and, and look at and learn and read and really uh, to increase your knowledge of your own financial well-being. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. (laughs)
0: Programming support for Catholic Women Now is provided by Iowa's injury attorney, Fred Haas. For over 30 years, Fred Haas has helped injured Iowans recover financial, physical, and emotional losses from car, truck, and motorcycle accidents, work related injuries, and injuries due to negligence. Most importantly, providing the professional, personal, and responsive legal counsel that everyone deserves. Fred Double D, Haas Double A, the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, Let us do good. Support for
3: Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515 257
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes.
5: Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran owned family company. Providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Suns Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Suns Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com.
1: And today we're talking about your financial well-being. My guest is Joe Sari, the chairman and founder of Financial Fitness Group. And uh, we've been getting down to some of the details on how do we know if we are really in good financial health. And uh, Joe, I'm so grateful that you had the opportunity to join me today. Thank you.
5: Jean, I'm very, very thankful to be here. I really enjoyed the conversation.
1: Well, and I, I hope our listeners take this to heart because what I love about what you've been saying is that really, this is what I've taken. All of us, no matter whether we are we think we're in good financial um, well-being or if we're struggling, that we can go to the Financial Fitness Challenge, open it up as if it's a menu at our favorite restaurant and say, hmm, I need to look at my investment strategy. I need to look at my asset management strategy. I need to look at whether I need to, I can afford to buy a new car. You know, my car has been paid off for several years. You know, can I afford a $300 car payment right now? You know, all of those kinds of things become a real resource that we don't have to go and Google on the internet. We can go to this financial resource, um, financial fitness group model and really have our ans- our questions
5: answered. A- absolutely. I think the the platform and the program is really designed to try to help get people instant unbiased answers to the questions they have about money. And I think you gave a great analogy with that idea of a, a menu where your favorite restaurant where you can find exactly what you're looking for. Mm-hmm.
1: Some people might want shrimp. Some people may want a burger. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, let's talk about this financial fitness because if it's it's just a snapshot in time, that's one kind of help. But what about um, to know if you're making any progress? Now, is this an interactive kind of program where there's an accountability partner, for lack of a better term, or where, or is the other option where you can just go in and reassess your val your your um, strategy six months from now? You know, I wanted to buy a car this month. I can't really afford it. I need to do these things. And then I can come back in six months and kind of reevaluate where I'm at. How does, how does it help us in the long term?
5: Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways to think about it. So one of the things, and I'm sure we have listeners who, you know, either are in a leadership position or may be the leader of, of a business in there in Iowa so one way in which the program rolls out is we will empower employers to create their own financial fitness challenge within the within the state of Iowa. And what's great about that is that it allows for some game mechanics, right? The idea that if, oh, you know, ABC organization, CEO or HR manager agree to participate, they can challenge their employees to complete five courses over five weeks. And have some rewards and recognition. Um, We've had, yeah, we've had some really creative, you know, so even in tough budget times, we had uh, a colleague up in the state of Wisconsin who the employer signed up for the program. They were unable to provide any economic incentives, so they just created, you know, a couple different teams and they gave a golden pig on a pedestal to the team that had the most courses complete. Um, and you'd be amazed. They had 75% of their employees you know, interact with the program. They saw just huge outcomes from just a very creative concept um, at now the I'm employer level. But to... yeah. okay. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, I was going to say that same concept I wanted to mention that you could do within your family. right? So a lot of us have uh, kids, perhaps myself included, 13-year-old and a 9-year-old that I, I'm worried or wondering about exactly, you know, how much time they want to spend watching videos or being online. Why not expose them to something that's a little more educational? And the idea of having a family challenge, right? So each of you sign up. You can track your points. You can track your progress. Uh, your husbands and wives, you know, brothers and sisters, uh, children and their parents can go in and say, "Hey, this month we're going to look at our relationship with money." And you know, it's never really too young to start. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. is, it's written in this to seventh grade reading levels so most people probably seventh eighth grade and beyond uh certainly can interact with the content and think of what an advantage you'd be giving your children you know get them involved and find a fun way to put them to to something positive versus just spending endless hours on tiktok
1: well yeah let's not even go to tiktok um one of the things i've been talking to our employers um, you know, about this this um, COVID and what they're doing with their employees, if they are on furlough or whatever, you know, if they're continuing to pay folks um, to clean and scrub or to, you know, do all sorts of projects on the internet for work, this could be one that they offer their employees to say, you know, during this time, I want you to grow smarter for your own financial well-being. And... You know, since you're not traveling to and from work, take a little time to, to grow and understand your own financial position. And they'll be helping their employees and the community as a whole through that process.
5: Absolutely. You know, from a from a family perspective or from an employer perspective, the value is immense. What we've seen mm-hmm. is up to 70 percent improvements in people's financial fitness levels. And mm-hmm. that translates to we can probably all relate to a time when we might have been struggling with money, Um, the reality is you tend to be more irritable, you tend to be more distracted. Uh, It actually affects your sleep, uh, which then affects your health. Um, So the research shows pretty clearly that people who are struggling financially um, have a lot higher levels of health care claims. They have things like high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, even heart attacks uh, and strokes Mm. are far more, are are about three to four times more likely when people are suffering financial stress. And so for an employer or a family to invest the time and make it available for your employees, you can see benefits beyond just being the right thing to do. There's actually a lot of evidence that shows it's a good economic investment for employers to invest in the financial Mm well-being of their employees.
1: Now, let's go back to the cost thing. You know, I said in the introduction that this was at no cost. Now, that, that seems too good to be true.
5: Yeah, so um, the program is underwritten by the state of Iowa uh, from the Iowa Insurance Division. So every state government nationwide has a responsibility to regulate and educate people on financial products. Um, in Iowa, they've had a really, really innovative approach. And so the challenge on the regulate versus educate is most state governments, you had 200 people in the division that was responsible to regulate and educate, you might find there's one person whose job it is to educate, maybe two. You know, So if you've got two, three million people in the state, that's a pretty tall order, right? In Iowa uh, and a few other states as well, they've taken the approach to leverage technology and leverage partnerships to be able to expand the reach. And so we've been blessed to work with them now for seven years, and we've reached about 30,000, 35,000, Uh, citizens in Iowa. So we're proud of that number. Uh, We made a real positive impact in in the lives of those people. But we know we have many more people to reach, which is why I'm excited to be here today.
1: Mm -hmm. What about any cost to employers that want to um, offer this to their staff or customize it? Is there a cost to them?
5: No, no, no cost to employers. Um, The way that we've engaged the employer side is we organize the event we, we found that kind of an event-driven learning approach works well for employers. So our next Iowa Financial Fitness Challenge for Employers starts in September. Uh, the final date for employers to sign up is, I believe, August 15th or 16th, so just a little bit down the road. Uh, but there's no cost to the employers. Uh, it is available to employers on a first-come, first-served basis. We have a little extra service that we offer um, mm-hmm. so that you can, you can basically be assigned an account manager who will go through and train, whether it's your HR person, your training person, or if you're the business owner themselves, how to set up and how to roll out the program at your workplace. Um, and so for that, if people are interested, um, I can dig up the website here in just a bit. I didn't have it handy, but there's a slightly different website than the one for consumers for that.
1: Yeah, if you could give us that, um, is there an ideal um, size uh, employer? You know, is this ideal for a small company with you know maybe you know three to, to ten employees, or ideal for you know fifty employees, or or what is the ideal company? I mean, we have some very large employers here in in Iowa, as you, know. you know. Is that really designed for them?
5: Yeah, so we've had um, very large entities with 10,000 or more employers participate, and we've had tiny employers with three to five people. Um, so you, the program is available to employers of any and all sizes on a first-come, first-served basis. We do have a bit of capacity per event um, on how many people we can support. So whether you have 10 employees or you have 10,000 the process we go through to onboard, whoever's going to be your financial fitness champion is the same, um, but there are still spots available, so we'd certainly encourage you to get involved. With small employers, we've seen it's quite, within strong leadership, it's quite possible you can get 100% of your people to engage. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at a larger employer, 5,000, 10,000 people, it's a bigger shift to turn, so, you know, we might see 10, mm-hmm. 20, 30% of the population engage. Yeah.
1: So to individuals, go to iowacatholicradio.com and you will find the link to the Iowa uh, Financial Fitness Challenge. And Joe, what is the um, web address for the um, information for employers if they want to do a program for their employees?
5: You know, and I didn't have time to dig it up, so I'm pretty sure I know what it is. The other option is, and I'm happy to give out my email if that's appropriate, or if there's an email you'd like somebody to send an inquiry to on the employer side.
1: Or they can always reach out to me and I can connect them to you. But what is your email address for our listeners?
5: Sure. It's just Joe, J O E, at financialfitnessgroup.com. Joe at financialfitnessgroup.com. I I believe the website is financialfitnessgroup.com backslash Iowa. I just, I'm on a cell phone and I wasn't able to type quick enough to confirm that that's the right website.
1: not a problem, Joe. Joe at financialfitnessgroup.com. Thank you so much for joining me, folks. And, and thanks to our producer, Jimmy Olson. I'm Jean Wells. And today asking Saint Matthew, the patron saint for all financial matters to guide us toward financial security and help us to embrace the financial journey we are on, regardless of, of our financial health. Saint Matthew, pray for us. I thank all of you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio and for joining me today on Straight Talk. We are on the air because of your prayers and your generosity. Please consider a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk is every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and always available on podcast through the Iowa Catholic Radio free app. Stay tuned now for Christ is the Answer.
0: Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk, heard every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and replayed at 10 p.m. Only on Iowa Catholic Radio.